Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to everyone who supports anything we got going on. Special shout out to the students in By the Hood University. Also, special shout out to all the students in the By the Hood ownership camp that started. Um, it's been amazing. I want to say salute to all the, the youth that are in there as well as the parents that are helping us out. It's all appreciated. Um, my partner Crown's here with me as always. Cool, what's up, bro? Here, what's going on? Every day above ground is a good day. Don't complain about being alive. Yes, sir. I see that black wealth is black power. That's what we're talking about today, man. You know what I mean? You know, also shout out to my brothers, man, for the our special project, man, the MDC bouncing off the 20. Um, for those that you know trade options, you know, we look for stuff that's bouncing off the 20, but that's either here or there. Um, but listen, our show is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who do amazing work in the community, who are building businesses, just doing anything positive, man. We got a very, very, very special guest with us uh, on this episode, man. We got our brother Mark Smalls here. Mark, man, first and foremost, I got to say, man, Mark is like family, man. You know, um, you know, your, your wife, man, we, we go back since we was kids, man. Your family supports everything we do. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you before we start, man. Both of your kids have been through our camp. Um, your daughter's a genius, by the way. She's one of the smartest students we ever had. <laughs> Uh, I, don't she, I, don't know, I don't know if she takes after you or her mom, but I, I'll let y'all argue over that. Let her tell it. It's her. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, Mark, is doing some, Mark is doing amazing work in the real estate space, too. So we wanted to bring him on and have a conversation about, um, you know, what he's got going on in real estate and to tell his story, man. So, Mark, man, thank you for joining us, good brother. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, man. So listen, before we get into the stuff you got going on in real estate, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you born, raised, and from, and all that kind of stuff? All right. Uh, pretty much born and raised in North Philadelphia. Born and raised pretty much all my life. Uh, of course, I moved to the uh, northwest side of things, uptown, uh, mm -hmm. when I got married. Um, oh, well, a little bit before I was married as well. But uh, primarily raised in North Philly. Okay. What part of North Philly, though? Around where? Uh Allegheny Avenue, 32nd Street. Okay, okay. That's right about, about a depot. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Stuff around there going for like 300 right now. That's crazy. Like, I've seen some numbers oh, up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, uh, we'll get to it later. But I, I just, I just uh, well, I say two, my, uh, about two years ago, I just purchased my first property around the way. So definitely trying to buy that hood. Definitely. Yeah, no oh. doubt, man. All right, so what schools did you go to come up around that area? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so pretty much um I went uh started out uh over in Doherty, Cardinal Doherty for high school. Went to Catholic school all my life. Okay. Uh, went to high school for Doc I went to high school to Doherty until they kicked me out. Then I moved my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kicked me about it in. Then I moved over to uh Overbrook, the great okay. Overbrook school, uh class ninety. All right, that's what's up. After that, uh, after that, um, I was real undecided on what I wanted to do in regards. To, so I was uh, I tried out for the Air Force, took that test, couldn't pass it. So then, uh, Clarion, I 
I, I got a, I got a uh, hook on Clarion, Clarion University. They said, oh, come on down. I said, I'll be there. So I did it again. Clarion came back home, man. Um, came back home. It was, it was, it's crazy out there, man. Too much snow. So I had to come back to the, I had to come back to the crib. Uh, came back home, didn't know what I was going to do. It was a long journey I, and with, with my college career. So I came back home, started um, taking classes, community, getting, you know, getting my classes mm-hmm. in. And then um, took another uh, shot at Westchester. My buddies at Westchester, uh, one of my closest friends with the Westchester, and um, they took a shot on me. So I went to Westchester, uh, went part time, took a job out there at a residential treatment facility. Had them pay my college tuition. Walked mm. out part time until they until you know my school was paid, and then you know now here we are. Got me right. a college. That's hey, that's actually yeah, that's actually a, a pretty smart idea. So you got your college degree, but you don't have any debt with it, right? So yeah, you know yeah. you got a job to pay for it. Yep. As a matter of fact, I came out of school with probably like uh, two thousand dollars. I, I I took a I took a uh, loan out. I think my last semester, like two yeah. grand. But dog, these no, days two thousand dollars after really, getting a degree. Simple, I'm about man. to say like, damn, Knocked like you came out. out lucky as hell. Yeah, I'll come about two thousand dollars with when you got a degree, like that's unheard of these days, man. So um, you yeah. know, salute you for that. How did you make yeah. the transition? All right, so first of all, when you were in Westchester and got your college career, what were you majoring in? Um, I was majoring in elementary ed, as a matter of fact. Um, so what I was um get out fast, I said, Man, let me just take this uh what a general general studies degree and uh I had God knows I mean, a bunch of classes. I did every class except um, student teach. So I graduated with a uh, a minor in L.A. as well. All right. So here's my question. Um, you know, we know you from being in real estate and all that kind of stuff. Was that something yeah. that um, was taught to you from family or how did, how did the, the, the real estate thing come to be a part of your life? So, um, like I said, me and my buddy, uh, we always was, uh, we, we was, I mean, from, from the onset at the at the college, we was, we was always interested in real estate. He he took he took the leaps and bounds first before me. He, I'm saying, he purchased probably like two or three properties before you know I was able to get into it. But you know, with friends, it's always a, like a quiet like uh, competition. And when you when you got friends, so he was like, "Yo, I got mine." I said, "Well, I gotta go get mine." So uh, <laughs> I went out and uh, I went and purchased my first duplex. As a matter of fact, purchased my two first duplex. Uh, you know, and then it then it was I think that was eighteen years ago, as a matter of fact. I purchased my my first duplex eighteen years ago, man. And um it's been on it, it's been on and popping. I did have setback, I had one setback dealing with, you know, some um some shady characters in regards to, you know, trying to get rich quick uh schemes on, on, on real estate, but I bounced back from that. That put me in a hole for a minute, but I bounced back. Okay, so let me ask you this question, right? So you said yeah. This kind of competition that got you in, you know. So you saw a friend that was um doing what they had to do, and you said, "Let me get into this." So it was competition. That's actually a good thing, though. You know, it wasn't hate. Yeah. You didn't you didn't hate on them. You said, "Let me do my thing yeah. too." Let right? me do the same thing you instead said, of trying to aspire, right? and, and we, I mean, some we we looked at it as motivation, but it was more. I mean, it, we looked at it as more competition, but it was more of a motivational thing. You know, what I'm saying yeah. it, it was it was motivation. We 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 motivate each other, and we got it done. You know. That's dope. That's dope. So, so the first yeah. one was a duplex, and um, like, you know, so 
how did it become how was it becoming a new landlord though what kind of uh you know journey was that because now you know you jump from not being in the real estate you got inspired by a friend but now you're a landlord what was that like becoming a landlord oh man um as a matter of fact what i learned in regards to becoming a landlord man it's all about how you teach it uh how you how you treat your property and how you treat your, uh your tenants man i really in that property i've had to in 18 years i had to evict two um two tenants uh, most of my tenants are there long term it's all about how you keep how you how you maintain a property and how you treat your tenants you know what i'm saying okay let's talk about that though what, what are some of the things like for people that are watching who are like aspiring landlords or what have you what kind so, of like, so, what would you say so so pretty much how i i, I deal with my clients I always in, in regards to uh the leases i always put a, 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 a late payment fee but man i got clients who might you know pandemic for instance pandemic you know this guy lost his job and pay me when you can you know what i'm saying and and when you had that rapport with your with your tenants it's better i mean it's and my it all depends on the situation that you're in of course you don't want to put yourself in a hole but he's not putting me in a hole so i'm like pay me when you can so i don't have any problems when it comes to um you know getting paid he pays me when he can i mean i, I don't charge him a late fee i put i always put on my leases that you know you had you had to you know you have a late fee but listen i understand the situation i'll waive that late fee pay me when you can as long as you pay me within the month we're good you know what i'm saying it's, it's so all so you're reason you're being reasonable basically so the exactly question, did you learn that over time or was that like something that you started off with or, or how did you come to be like you know um good at being a landlord like oh well, you know pretty much experience you know you you learn through experience so you know you know who to do that with and who not to like i said in 18 years man and most and i never had to go legally evict anyone you know what i'm saying so that that's a good thing too it's all about how you treat people also i got a background social work so you know i do it every day all day so you know i i know how to deal with people you know i know how to you know when you know when when to push the button and when not to, and then you know when to ease off you know when to push the gas and when to ease off the gas on people so you know it's, it's not really that it's, it it wasn't really that hard to get them out one person i just you know put a put a letter on the door tell them yo you gotta leave they left Another person told him you gotta hey, you gotta get out within 30 days. They wasn't out. I was in changing locks. You know what I'm saying? Which you know that that worked out in itself too as well. But you know you just you just gotta know who you're dealing with and you know and how to deal with people. Got and you. So that's the so major. That, that's where I, I've, I've um you know been able to excel in becoming a landlord. And I, I I love being a landlord. It's not it's, it's not even a hard thing to me. Okay. Okay, got you, got you. Because I mean, you know, some people when they first start, they have like you know, you hear horror stories, and they like, look, yeah. I don't want to be a landlord anymore. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to be one at all, dog. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, like, you know, Mark know my folk now. I'm, I'm too harsh for that, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yo, you know, and that's that, that's where, that's where that's where you know putting the, you know putting the pedal on the pedal on the gas. You know when. When the pull off, when the pull, you know, when when it hit that gas. So you know, I, I feel you. I feel you. Like like I said, um, right now I'm on. I'm, I'm I have three, two duplexes and a single family, and I really like. I really like. I really teach. I really treat my properties 
as if I live in them. You know what I'm saying? I treat yeah. them like that because in actuality they're yours anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you those and then and then when you when you have when you and when you have a lot of access to the properties, you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You know if they tearing something up and all. So I like to be real, 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 real hands on in regards to the properties. So that, but, you know, but you know what though? They, you I'm said sorry? something that you said something that's interesting. You said I treat my properties like I live in, right? And you know exactly doing doing this podcast and just talking to a lot of people in business. I've heard that, but I've also heard folks say, I'm not living there, so I'm only gonna put X in there. I'm only gonna I'm only gonna do this because I'm not living there. And it's a different mentality. Your mentality is I'm gonna treat it like I live there. I'm gonna give you so you're talking about giving them a quality product, and you know, so I guess that helps in the long run. Um, definitely you get your money on time, you know, I got, I got, I have clients, I have literally, I really literally have tenants who track me down at the, at the, at the first month to pay me, you know what I'm saying? And then I have clients that, and I'm saying it's like clockwork. Like I got a client that pays me every two weeks clockwork. As a matter of fact, before we start this process, uh, money was was coming to my cash yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's all about how you treat it when when when, when they you know what i'm saying and and every and I, I make sure i keep it reasonable you know I, I i i get there in a reasonable amount of time so they know that you know pretty much i'm on it you know i'm on you know pretty much keep uh, ma maintaining the home you know it doesn't matter what it is i you know i'm, I'm there they call me for light bulb you know all right all right so of course i'm not Change the light bulbs all the time. I'm uh, about to say, man, be depends. careful, man, because I don't want your tenants watching. I don't want your tenants listening to this. Like, he's going to change the light bulbs. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that was too extreme. <laughs> but, you know, they, they get locked out, man. Listen, my, I got a tenant, man. He called me, just called me the other day. Yo, I got locked out. All right, man, I'm, I'm there. Boom, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no yeah. fees enough, you know what I'm saying, because I know how I go. As long as you pay me on time every month, man, we good, you know. Gotcha. That's, 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 so, so they pay you, know, you on time. Yeah, and if you can't, I'm like, just 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 communicate it with me. You know, communicate. Communication is the key. I'm like, you can't pay it. All right, when can you pay? I'll pay the six. All right, no problem. You know, no late fees. We don't need that. Just pay me my money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So you own single family homes. You own duplexes. What's your preference? I love single family. I own more duplexes than I own single families, but I love single families because I don't have to pay that refuse tax. <laughs> really, refuse taxes, man, it's a ripoff, but you know, the city getting it, so you gotta pay it, you know. And for the folks that don't know what that means, who might be not from Philadelphia, if you have a multifamily home in Philadelphia, you know, it's a tax you pay on that, you know, so um, that's what he's speaking of. Yeah, it's just a pay because you have to pick up one or more units uh yeah when you have one or more units two or more units you have to pay a tax because you're picking up more so, trash so trash pick up? yes per yep. se <laughs> oh man that's good so again, hey listen hey listen man give sam his cut you don't want no you don't you don't want no beef but anyway um yeah no, you're so, right so, you're right <laughs> oh so hold on though so you like single families right so um for that reason also yeah single families Traditionally, probably not anymore though. They used to be more liquid. So if you have to sell, a lot of times it's easier to sell a single family um at market rate because uh you might sell to someone who wants to live there or you might sell to another investor. It's just more a bigger pool. But um 
All right, so that's interesting, man. That's interesting that you got into real estate because of a competition, and but now you know this is part of what you do overall. Um, so along this journey, right, of going through what you went through about the Air Force, going to school, and then you know you kind of like came into real estate backwards. It wasn't your plan initially. What has been the yeah. biggest hurdle, yeah. or obstacle, or something you had to overcome to get you to where you are now as an investor? Um, right now, I guess. My biggest hurdle is finding the right team. And I'm when I say the right team, I'm talking contractors, man. That's my biggest hurdle, man. Finding you are speaking I, my language. <laughs> and I was about to say, I know, I know you know. Hey, listen, man, you have fired, uh, I'm not gonna no names, we fired the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we fired the same guy. <laughs> he started off good, but then he just went downhill, man. Uh, and, and that's that all comes along the line. Of finding the right team, you know, he didn't have the right team, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's always searching for the right team, you know, and, and it hurt his business, you know. So yeah. it that that's 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 major. That's major for me. This mm -hmm. construction thing because that can that can slow down your process, slow down the morale. It slows down my. I mean, it slows down my my my. I go, I go in the tra I go in the dumps when I gotta deal with contractors, man. Yeah. Yeah. They put me through the ringers. I don't know what it is, but they just put me through the ring. And I'm learning. I'm only show. I'm learning slowly but surely how to be my own um, general contractor. Not putting it, you know, putting everything in one one contractor's hands and just playing, you know, pretty pretty much playing the GC. And I got my GC license, but I just don't know why, you know, why I just won't just go and just become a GC, but. All right, let me ask you a question about that. Let's talk about that, right? Because somebody yeah. watching this might be interested in real estate, and they they're probably trying to decide: should I get my GC license or not? What made you go get the license? Uh it's crazy because, um, like I said, my buddy once again, you know, he said, "Yo, we having a class, you know, uh, we we having a class for, well, you know, you pretty much have to take that. Uh, what's that? 40, 40 hours of training. I forgot the name of it." Become your GC license. Um, I mean, to get your GC license, you have to take what forty hours of class of, of training. Oh, it's an OSHA um, thing, right? OSHA, yeah, OSHA, OSHA thirty. I'm sorry, OSHA thirty. Um, we had a class at the office, uh, the real estate office. So, yo, you know, signed up. I signed up for it. You know, now you know I can easily just go ahead and grab my uh, GC license because all you need is really pretty much is your OSHA thirty. You start with your OSHA thirty and then go from there. Get, of course, get your insurance. And then, um, you know, file for your GC license. So in your opinion, if somebody is becoming an investor, is that something they should do or does it depend or what's your perspective? Like if someone's asking you, I'm becoming an investor, should I go get my GC license? What would you say? I, I would I would definitely let them know, please. I mean, you want to I, I would let I would tell them to explore, you know, explore and see how how they feel about, you know, actually. And it all depends. And it's, and it's all on, it's all about time, too. If they have that time, like you know, now you know, I have I have time. I, I find that I, I I um I can make time to you know really deal with some of these contractors. So it's really it really all depends on their time and time management. If they can manage that time because really when you, when you when you become a GC, you're really hands on. You're you're hands on a project, you know. And I, mm -hmm. I've learned you know you really gotta be there. If not twenty four hours, you gotta be there at least. You know when 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 it starts, maybe in maybe in the middle to make sure that they that that the the, the uh your um contractors uh are you know actually doing the job, 
And then, you know, you might even want to check up on them at the end, you know, so mm-hmm. daily process. So you really got to pay attention to that, you know. Um, so if they have that time and time management and they're good at that, I would highly recommend to get their GC license. It's, it's not that really, it's not really that difficult. Ocean mm-hmm. 30, you know, and then, and then rock out and go from there. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, good, good information right there. It really depends upon your mm-hmm. time commitment. Your time commitment. So that's yeah. another thing is funny, right? Because, you know, a lot of times when you hear people talk about not wanting to be a landlord, they always talk about the tenant or not wanting to get in real estate in general. But my experience has been yours. Mm. My, my bad stuff isn't with tenants. Not that I don't have horror stories. I got create. I got some, I could do a whole podcast <laughs> horror stories with tenants. But um, but the biggest nightmare has been contractors with me as well. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. We, we kind of relate on that so I, I'm yeah that's that's that. been that's that's been my obstacle that, that's been the obstacle in every project that i've done and i also got to every time somebody moves out of my properties i go in there and just tear it off <laughs> i i i got i got this whole i don't know i gotta i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me but i gotta right, no, no no let's talk about that right because another mistake i've made just in my in my journey in my history is trying to go over other people's work right so even when i buy a yeah. property um a lot of times like People say I look for uh you know the lipstick, so lipstick gonna put put yeah. some lipstick on it. And I don't that doesn't work for me. I gotta tear yeah. everything out and do it because I need to know what's behind the walls and all that. So that's something that you do exactly. too now. Well, with with my duplexes, uh, mostly whenever whenever they move out, um, most of my tenants stay, uh, you know, over I would say over five years. So you know, more likely it's it's all about modernization. You get more money, you know, on mm-hmm. when you rent. I'll go in there and rip it all out and go start all over bathrooms, kitchens, uh, depending on what the living rooms, dining rooms look like. But um mm-hmm. they're tearing it up, making it look modern for, for the next tenant. And then, then the rents increase. So I found nice. that has worked for me. Um the last the last two unit that I bought, um, everything in there was I, I bought that brand new everything. I I took that to the studs. I was trying not to. I tried real hard, but I said, nah, <laughs> work. <laughs> Well, let, me, took, let, me ask you, let me ask you this question, right? I like to ask yeah. you this question. How often do you raise rents? Oh, that's 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 something I really do have to get uh, more knowledge on, and I have to get better at because I don't know. Last time I raised my rents, <laughs> in which I know I'm I'm leaving money on the table, but you know I'm like I'm cool with the money I'm making. So it's really not that bad. If if if, if you know I had to, I'm, I might just go up on one next this year, this year probably. But you know what? No, I asked that question for you know it's, it's partially me trying to figure that out too because um yeah, I yeah. know that a lot of folks who uh have told me like yo you're losing out on money because you don't raise rent. Yeah, yeah. I, but if I have someone that's paying consistently, I'd rather keep mm-hmm. that as long as as long if my bills go up is different. But as long as my yeah. bills are still cash flowing, um yeah. so. I always like to figure that out. Like, how often do you raise rents? Because some landlords have it built in. Like, yo, every two to three years, I'm going up yeah, X amount. Yeah. Um, they have a formula with it. They, a lot of people have formulas with it. Me, I'm more of a, you know, I like I like when I make it on this property, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's like you say, cash flow. That cash flow. It's like, yo, you know, I'm cash flowing. It's a positive cash flow. It's a positive, you know, and it's it's something that I can work with. All right, we're going to rock with it. You know, I, I, I can keep it there. All right. Cool. Another question for you. Um, are you licensed as an agent too, right? Oh yeah, licensed realtor. Yep, licensed realtor. All right. 
So let's talk about that. What what made you get the real estate license throughout this process of being an investor? And also, the first thing is, what made you? Do you think it gives you a benefit as an investor? And two, do you recommend investors get licensed? Okay, so I'm a licensed realtor, and this is how I fund all of my deals, pretty much. Real estate, um, no other funds, no no other uh, funds come from my. I mean, I, that's no other. I get no other uh, money from any other. Oh well, well I'm not going to say that. But most of my money, I would say six, 80% of the money that I, I use come from proceeds from selling real estate. And I, okay. I would everyone to go get your license, make the money, and then throw it right back into to your own private, to your own personal uh, deals. Because you, as a realtor, deals are going to come across your table all the time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that that's pretty much what funds my deals is is my proceeds from real estate. Okay, that's a good response right there. So, you recommend yeah. as a, as an investor, you know, get your license, get your license, get your license, man. You gotta get your license so you can start finding your, finding your own deals, and you're in the know. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, uh, and you you you're gonna you're gonna know different uh, wholesalers. You're gonna know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna meet a lot of people. You're gonna put yourself in. The, in, in the real estate community. So, you know, you might as well just go ahead and, you know, get your license, sell houses, you know, buy and then buy houses, you know, go from there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's good advice right there. Let me ask yeah. you this, right? So um, mm-hmm. along this journey, what is your favorite book or a book that's inspired you? Ah, shut up. I'm not, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big, I'm not big on reading. I'm not, I mean, but you guys are getting me, you guys threw me a lot of uh, recommendations on books. So I've been reading more. Um, the last book I read was um, uh, Shots Babylon, Babylon. Uh, Richest Man in Babylon. Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah, you know I really I the only times that I really take out uh, take time to read because my my schedule is so crazy is my vacation. My wife, my wife hates it. She hates me. She because I'll take a book and grab. I mean, she oh, she loves the beach. So I take her to the beach and I grab a book and read. And she'd be like, "Yo, you're not doing anything with me. You're just reading." So, uh, yeah, I read that. Listen, that, 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 that was that's my happy place on the beach yeah. with a book. That's my happy place, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I, I wish I I wish I need to commit more time on reading. But that was the last book I read, and of course, Rich Dad. That, that that was yeah. that was that was the that was the uh that was the battery in the back those are two classics richest man in babylon and um mm-hmm. you know um rich dad poor dad those are two classics yeah, so, rich dad, poor dad. so listen man rich so, dad, poor dad had me buying the, the rat race game and everything man i bought the series <laughs> quadrant yeah, you, you, you cash quadrant and all that man yeah, you, <laughs> you sent it for the kids, man, we appreciated that, man. Yeah, uh, thank no you, problem, bro. Man. Appreciate that. Yeah, no appreciate problem, that. man. That I'm telling you, that book had me buying everything, man. I, I was a Kaya, I was Koyasaki, Koyasaki fan after that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Let me ask you this yeah. though. Um, I I know that you know because me and you talked and you were talking telling me about the commercial property that you're working on. Um, yes. Is yes. that is that something that you're looking to get more into in the future? Like, so what is the future for you? Are you trying to move into the commercial space or? You're just going to take whatever comes along. What's the future look like for your real estate business? So right now, currently, um, like like you said, we discussed we we had discussion about a, a private a, a mixed use mixed use property, um, commercial around the bottom, uh, one unit upstairs. Uh, I'm looking, man. I'm looking. I, I look at it like this. I, I'm looking to gather 
want something. I'm, I'm looking to gather something new in, in every, probably every, I'm trying to work on a project every year and it, it really doesn't matter what comes across my table. As long as, as long as it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? As long as the dollars make sense. Um, but I would love, I would love to get into like a um, four unit, four, four, four plus unit uh, property next. Um, I would love to do that. I'm just trying to get through these, uh, through this mixed use property. Um, but at mm-hmm. next year, probably definitely looking to uh, get into something, four units or more. Okay. So your goal is to always have, like a, to, have um, a project. I'm sorry. I said your goal is to always have a project that's currently working. Yes, always, always, always. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to make this. I'm looking to get a, you know, make this a career, a career change, man. Got you, got you. I would really like to make this a career change, you know, because I can move when I want to move, and you know, I don't have nobody tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm my own boss, you know. So gotcha. I like, I definitely love to do that. Um, but yeah, I, and I, and I also went in mind. Um, I never had a partner there. I never partnered up or nothing. So. I might look into it like partnering on a deal uh, for something like a four or four plus unit, something like that. No, okay, I, so. you know, I'm learning that it, it takes more than one person to make a team. So I, I need I need to start, you know, branching hey, listen, out. That's, that's how you scale. You scale mm-hmm. by, you know, because you, you, you create time by scaling, by partnering. So anybody yeah. with some uh, some 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 multiple units, man, you know, uh, make sure you hit mark up. You got the yeah, right. doors. So yeah, uh, four, four four, plus, you got any man, questions for the bro? Corey, you got any questions for the brother? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so you said you were a landlord uh, before 2008. How did the, uh, the, the 2008 stuff affect your business? Oh, all right. So um, like I said before, um, you know, I was on a on one deal, you know, my, my, I learned I learned from that. And that's a, that's another thing. Learning, your L is learning. It, it doesn't stand for laws, it stands for learning. Because I was in the deal around 2008, as a matter of fact, Right before 2008, it had to be in uh, 2006. I'm working with a group who who was responsible for um, purchasing and, and uh, well acquisition and, and, and repairing a property. Um, and um, I got pretty much burnt. 2008 came around, man. Short sale. That set me back, man. That set me back a long. That set me back a long time, long time. And I, and I you know, pretty much with that process, man. It was it was definitely a learning. A learning um situation and uh you know i knew what not to do um you know next time so and it took me years it took me years to get back but i got back man <laughs> i got back and I'm, I'm full force now so how did that help you prepare for 2020 um pretty much um don't i, I would say i wouldn't over leverage myself because you don't want to put yourself in a hole you know um Always try to keep some some cash liquid. Always try to keep a property um, that's free and clear, if you can. Only if you can. But I learned, you know, pretty much always try to keep a crop. Always try to keep something free and clear, you know, because you don't want to take on too much debt. You don't want to take on, you know, you got to if you got to crash and nobody's paying rent, you know, how you gonna get your money, you know? And always Man. have a savings. Always have a savings. You just said something I want you to uh, to kind of like, you know, build on. Right. Because I've seen landlords who live off of their rent checks. Right. So when they get their rent, that's that's how they pay all of their bills. But you said mm-hmm. you should always have cash liquid as a landlord. I want you to talk about that, because I think that's important to point out, because 2020 exposed a lot of folks. 
they, they missed a couple rent checks and their whole business for So talk about that. Yeah, pretty much. You, know, you always got to have a savings, man. You got to have some money because, you know, you don't want to, you, you never want to, you know, pretty much, you don't want to, you know, have to, you know, rely on someone paying your bills. I mean, that, that's pretty much, you know, that's like having a job, really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You rely on somebody else. You don't want to rely on nobody else to pay your bills, man. You want, you always want to have some cash on hand because you don't want to get into the, to the situation where they're, their downfall becomes your downfall. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, once you go, once they go, <laughs> if you relying on them, then then you stuck. You know, you know, you're your own. You know, so yeah, yeah. I always, always keep cash. You know, keep 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 liquid, man. Keep keep a property free and clear, man. So if anything ever happens, man, you can always go to a bank. You know, and and borrow against it or whatever in, in emergency situations. You know what I'm saying? Great and great great advice bro yeah man so listen man um this story is pretty dope man everybody has their own journey and i like your journey i like i like the idea of um having a friend that's doing something you're like yo i'm gonna do this too like being inspired i think that that part of your story is pretty dope and also uh, i like the fact that you shared about treating people well man if you just treat people well that'll always come back to you i think that's amazing to hear it from a landlord so um just want to say man thank you for sharing your story man we definitely appreciate you man um and for the folks watching or listening we're going to put all his contact information yeah we're gonna put all his contact information in the show notes and all that but what you gonna say mark no and i and and and, you know i always took you know what my father always told me always me like you know better than some you know uh better than some um i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, uh better than some uh, worse than others, you know what I'm saying? And I took that new information. Yeah, yeah, better than some, worse than others. That's right. I like that. Better yeah. than some, better than that's, some, that's, worse that's, than that's, others. That Always keep that in mind. Yeah. First, better than yeah, some, worse man. than others. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. So I just want to say thank you for sharing your story, man, with our audience. Um, for the folks watching, I'll make sure that I put all of his contact info in the description. Um, take a look at what Mark's got going on, man. He's building out his portfolio. He's doing bigger and better projects in real estate, man. And, um, you know, so we want to make sure we keep tapping and support the brother in any way. And if you got a fourplex, make sure you hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. That too, that definitely. too. That too, man. But listen, man, I just want to say thank you, brother. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, we appreciate you as always, man. You know you family. Anything you need from us, we here, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And to our audience out there, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates and we shall see you guys on the next episode. Peace.